Welcome, everybody, to today's Class Warfare, and I am so excited about what we are going to do today. Welcome, as always, and as you can all see on the video, welcome, Kel, from Awfully Queer Heroes. Kel, how are things in wonderful old England today? Actually, the sun is out. It is shocking. It's been weeks since we've seen it. We were talking on Twitter when we started putting this together about how the last time you were on the show was in June of last year and how that both feels like a million years ago and like last week. And so I know we're super pumped to go ahead and have you back on here for our new series, our Class Warfare series. And so we are going to be running through kind of a playtest of some of the rules that are coming out in your uh, your next book. So tell us about the book, first of all, and what's it all about right. adventures in adhd i found out less than two years ago that i pretty much have adhd and i say pretty much i have adhd and the stigma and the, the not cool behavior of a lot of people that i actually knew and i wouldn't say my company was actually really good with it but certain people within the company perhaps not so much and people that i knew online as well and i was like okay why what's you know it never bothered me the way everyone's mannerisms are everyone's mannerisms. But there was a, as soon as you say ADHD, certainly here, it was all, all we have to know. We should take a step back from that. So I started looking into it and really checking all the details and trying to find out more about what the stigma was. Why am I suddenly pariah because of this? And one thing led to another and I kept seeing different prompts around online saying, hey, I'm a fake. Can I, can I have your attention for a moment, please? I was like, I, j- I just need to make this. I just need to make this. And one thing led to another and another. And next thing I have 10 subclasses. I have 20 monsters. I have 20 NPCs and mini yeah. side quests and a bigger quest. And just kept growing. Yeah. I do this. Exactly. Right. We talked about that when we talked about the Sunblades book. Uh, yes, back in definitely June, got that impression how, then that it just kind of takes how, over. Yeah, it just takes over and all of a sudden you've got a 500 page book on your hands and what the hell do I do now? Yeah. So, you know, yes. glad to see that is that is continuing and that you're uh, able to channel it uh, in a, uh, into this way. Because if, like I said earlier when we were talking, if this is as good as the Sunblades book and as good as the Tower of the Soul book, you are on the list of people that you throw anything up on Kickstarter, you throw a phone book up on the up on kickstarter and i'm buying it so uh, thank you. I'm, thank you. I'm really pumped about this and if you're getting ready to tabletop journeys is also going to be like hey cal what are you doing because yeah. you know we'd be happy to <laughs> yeah yeah always but i totally got what you were I saying call you boys. Um, i totally got what you were saying because i think it, I, i've got a number of non-neurotypical people in my family and it's amazing how quickly and easily people's attitude changes once there's a label before that you're just eccentric it's cool but yeah. Once there's a label involved, mm-hmm. a lot of people's, their mannerisms just change and it's crappy. Yeah. And which makes me very happy to be part of a book like Adventures in ADHD. And I don't know if you've seen it, but we were just part of Limitless Heroics, which is about a number of disabilities bringing it in. Yeah. And that's, that was pretty cool too. So that was very cool, super, yeah. super, super glad to be part of it. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. I would equal that as someone who was much later in life. I was diagnosed with it very early in life, but at a time where the term had not even been created. And uh, there is a lot of, if you allow him to have this label officially, so many bad things will happen, so many opportunities will get away, will occur that basically teach him how to pretend that it doesn't exist, and hopefully nobody will ever figure it out. Now, later in life, it has become a bit of a challenge in certain work endeavors and things like that. So having to, one, deal with my medical professionals, 
getting the label officially back or the label officially, which it is now, that's a bit of a challenge. And then there's the whole asking, requesting, and in some cases having to demand specific types of accommodations to make your ability to work functional yeah. so that everybody wins. That's a scary thing. It's very hard. It was hard for me. And I can only imagine for others, because I'm a reasonably determined individual, I don't shy away from conflict and confrontation much. Yeah. Josh and Glenn can certainly attribute to the, <laughs> testify to that particular situation. But I was even, what happens to me if I ask for these accommodations? Do I lose my job now? Do yeah. I cancel any future opportunities because I'm saying, hey, in order for me to be more successful... I'm going to need X, Y, or Z. And that's a scary thing. So anything mm -hmm. where we can give people an avenue to feel comfortable in that, we absolutely have to be a part of doing. And I'm absolutely. so thankful that we get to work with you again and yeah. have some fun yeah. while doing a great thing. <laughs> and this is going to be a ton of fun. What we are going to be doing, and normally our class warfare, the three of us uh, roll up tunes, we pick bad guys, and then we spend uh, the next hour trying to see which of our bad guys can beat which of our tunes. It's a lot of fun. We're going to flip the script a little bit today. So the three of us have rolled up tunes. We're going to get into that in a second. Not all the same class this time. Not though. all the same class Slightly this time, different. exactly. Yeah, slightly different. And Kel is going to play our big bads. And so it's going to be whether or not the three of us uh, and all the big bads and all the subclasses that we're playing are from the new book. We have no idea what creatures we're going up against. And uh, yeah, guaranteed so be, to have never seen them before. Guaranteed <laughs> to have never seen them before. So let's uh, let's start as we normally do well, with introduction. Oh, yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Kel. Yeah. In regards to the monsters, yeah. because of the level that you rolled the characters to, I can't use my custom monsters. Aww. I was tempted to, but the, it was either a level 7 or a level 20. Hmm. I had nothing in between them. Okay. <laughs> and right. that's where Fair the monsters enough. are. So go I had bigger, to go home, thing. man. We can be level 20 snacks. <laughs> I, I do have a particularly good level 20 that I can and very happily throw at you. <laughs> very <laughs> happily. Let's, let's see how we do with the level nines first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I should add that though we've been eaten by uh, big creatures in the past doing these episodes, oh, I bro. forgot that... Uh, you tend to make things that allow for great play at the higher tiers. We were yeah. focused on building into the tier two range because yeah. that's where yeah. most games get played. But we actually should have thought about that and, and maybe considered rolling a little bit higher. Well, higher level. I mean, we There's might just have to do this again is what you're saying. And pretty much. I think, yeah. I think that we can go ahead Kel, and make I this I just want to have you on the show a lot. So far for each class warfare, we've done two parts. Exactly. Test battle and then a follow-up. This no, could be on the way to where the normal adventures take place and you have a little encounter. Exactly. And then when you actually get there, you fight one of my beasties. I love it. There you I go. love it. There yeah. You go. yeah. All right. Let us, uh, let's, let us begin then the way that we normally begin with our character introductions. And I'll start this time because I normally let you other two start and I'm going to start this time. So I am playing the Loxodon Paladin, Arjul Herdkeeper of the fine line of herdkeeping Loxodon. So the subclass from the book is the Oath of the Sword and Shield. And the whole concept behind the Oath of Sword and Shield is that based on what is happening in a particular 
particular battle, his duality changes from either an offensive or a defensive persona, even to the point that his spell list changes back and forth depending on what is happening. So I am very much going to be kind of... uh, bound by how this battle goes. And so if we're doing well, I'm most likely going to be on the offensive side. If we're doing poorly, I'm most likely going to be on the defensive side. And that can flip pretty much every round. It can flip back and forth because there are triggers that flip me involuntarily from one to the other. There is This is a very cool subclass, and we'll get into that in a little bit here, but this is really neat. But yeah, so Ardual Herdskeeper, Loxodon, Paladin, and who is also Fey Touched. And because Loxodon with Miss step was just something that I just was hysterical and I just couldn't, <laughs> just couldn't avoid that. I'm going to be playing Twitch. He is a level 9 Herangon rogue daredevil. The daredevil subclass is exactly what it sounds like. There is no such thing as defense. What's the matter with you? And it's it's not just, it's very cool the way it's written. Like one of my favorite parts of it is in one of its first abilities, Fool's Gambit. Basically, I change targets a lot and I'm always in motion and in and out. That's the way that the Daredevil rolls. It's all about it's all about the thrill. It's all about the adrenaline rush. <laughs> I almost took the background gambler to go with him, but I, I was looking at it and it's like got like insight and dude, he doesn't have the patience to sit down and play. He might throw out some dice or but he's, he doesn't have the, the patience to sit down and do that. So instead of gambler, I went gladiator to give him some performance and stuff. And he's fought in some gladiatorial circles where his unique style, of course, thrilled the crowd and brought them to their feet as he zipped in and out of combat, slicing up his enemies. For feats, well, since he's a dex fighter with a rapier, he's got piercer, because what else can you do? You gotta. <laughs> All right. But you have to have that damage reroll is just clutch. And my second feat, I'm a rabbit. I went with lucky. Nice. I like it. I like it. He does have four rabbit's feet, so that's a pretty lucky... Uh, and I have now found it. The other feet that I took, because of course, he's a Loxodon, I took Charger as my second feat, which uh, in combined with uh, Heroic Charge, the, the class ability, I think, is going to be particularly interesting, which basically is going to allow me as a bonus action to take 120 feet of movement and hit somebody for plus five to their damage at advantage. So, I'm looking forward... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm looking, right? I'm looking forward to that combination. Yeah, yeah. That's an interesting combination. That's a particularly good combination because uh, this guy's spleeny. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have to take on some heat for me. Yeah, um, I got you. Yeah, if with that, I will describe my character today. I am playing Emeritus Kane, the half elven sorcery of empathic origin. This particular character has lived a life that had some tragedy and some challenges when he was younger that he doesn't quite recall or speak of, maybe a little bit of both. But what he does know is that he's desperately trying to rise above. But unfortunately, he has moments where his emotions take over and it changes what he's good at it changes how he impacts and affects the world so much so that with the empathic sorcerer origin which fits really well with this type of character i i don't know which fed which most but that's a character i've been working on in my head and uh then this was there and it just spoke to me but essentially every morning the emotion of the day gets decided effectively and then that emotion allows me to utilize cantrips. Each emotion equates to a specific type of elemental damage. 
and once that emotion is picked, I will do additional damage for that particular cantrip. And then there are other abilities as class levels that are keyed on uh, that effect as well, as far as what I have shielding against. Today, I woke up. I know we had a long road ahead of us going through a dangerous path. So fear is the is the emotion of the day, which equates to thunder damage. Interesting <laughs> enough, I actually rolled uh, th that. There's six options. I rolled. I have this nice little handy dandy. There we go. Rainbow dice. Nice. nice. Uh, new collection that I, I picked up a few weeks back. Nice. And I, I rolled a five. So thunder it is. Right here in my step. Based on our standard of of magic item, I took the I, I took a, a nice magic item, or at least I think it's a very nice magic item. I took a potion of maximum power a, as my rare item, and what this allows me to do is for one minute after I drink it, any spell that deals damage, I don't have to roll the damage. It does max damage level four and below very nice that that is pretty great and so just to say that too so we're playing our characters at tier two by our own math what that means is that each of us has either one uncommon item or two common magic items uh, because at tier two you're starting to get into enemies that can only be hit by magic stuff and everything like that the magic item that i took is the wondrous item a cloak of protection which basically gives me a plus one bonus to my armor class which being a paladin Loxodon who fights with a warhammer and shield, my armor class is now a 19. I also get a plus one bonus to any saving throws while I'm wearing the cloak. I'm always wearing the cloak. That's just, it's part of my paladin regalia. I'm just always wearing it. All of my saving throws are also plus one. And uh, Twitch, what, what magic item did you pick? So again, focusing on the fact that at that level, if we run into anything that's resistant to non-magical attacks, trying to make sure I had the ability to attack magically, I just went with a plus one rapier as an uncommon magic item. Love it. I love it. Awesome. All right. I think that we are ready. And so normally the way that we will do this is that uh, we will roll initiative to see who places all their stuff and everything. Uh, but Cal, I think that you've already uh, placed your baddies. Okay, cool. All right. So then we will just, let's just roll initiative then, and then we'll just go in turn order. So Cal, you've got the rolls for, for the baddies. Each of us rolls for ourselves. Okay. I will go at 16. I'm at 15. Uh-huh. I am going to share the map here, which also, while, uh, while we're waiting for Glenn to go ahead and pull this up, so uh, here is the full map. This is also a map from uh, the book that Cal provided, so thank you very much for that. Color. Gorgeous color. Uh, this is what the, the forest path through the Feywild, I think, or something like that. So it's a, just mm. absolutely gorgeous. And okay, I can... All right, I see some bad guys on the map. Sorry, yeah, go ahead, Glenn. What's your initiative at? 16. 16. So you and I will go together. My dexterity is an 11. I'm assuming that yours is higher. Yes, 18. Yes. Okay, cool. All right, so Glenn will go at 16 plus. Kel, your baddies, what what initiative are they going at? Or would we have the initiative at 16? One is at 10, one is at 2. Sorry, I only heard one person's initiative, which was yours. Yep. What were the other two, sorry? I have 16, Liwinika has 15, and Glenn also has 16, but he has the higher dexterity. Okay, right. thanks. It's because Parangon and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got like <laughs> hair trigger. Add yeah. my proficiency bonus to that initiative bonus too. All right. I only to eight, so I only see two baddies on the and are, are they hidden at all? Do we have any issues seeing them or no? You would see them as you were walking along. Cool, cool. All right, Mr. Myers, a Twitch. 
the initiative is yours, sir. Hmm. So we're they're just we're chilling along. under the trees at the moment. We're mm-hmm. just walking along through the woods, and there's some monsters chilling under the trees over there. What do they look? What do they appear to be? So as you slowly get closer, and you don't have to get very close in order to see this, because one is a young topaz dragon <sighs> of. <laughs> Maybe I don't want to get closer. I'll stay here. <laughs> and on the topaz, young topaz dragon's back is a saddle, which next to the, the dragon is an autumn eladrin who is teaching it to be their mount. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a bit grumpy at the moment because it doesn't want to be the eladrin's mount. Ardol oh boy. And Emeritus. <laughs> huh. Ardol, right. Emeritus. Um, you guys seeing this? Maybe they yeah. want to be friends. What do you think? Hmm. I do not think so. I would hope so, but I doubt it. Twitch is not ready to just jump on this if they're doing their own thing. Hey there, how's it going? Home boy, taking taking Twitch's a lead. Arjul will very cautiously walk up, also, but he's going to try to stay a little bit ahead of Twitch because he does not suspect that this is going to go well. Meredith, it is your turn. I've not used all my movement. I only went twenty. Uh, I'm pretty <laughs> fearful about this journey, and I knew that this morning. So I'm going to make sure my potion is at the ready. And I'm just going to walk to this point here. And yeah, just be ready for, for anything. Yeah. Okay. The dragon is very upset because it really doesn't want to be a mount. The fact that there's a saddle on its back, it's really upsetting. And people just randomly walking into its view doesn't like you even more than it doesn't like the Eladrin. So it is, uh, sorry. Yeah. It is going to jump up and over the, the small little bushes that it's just beside and use its desiccating breath in a 30-foot cone, which <laughs> should, I believe, cover all three of you. Easily. Yep, sure does. Thought I was separated enough, and once nope. again, I was wrong. <laughs> Not for you a have, cone. You have, you have aired... <laughs> it is a DC 13 saving throw constitution. Constitution? Why can't it be dex? It's a breath weapon, damn it. I'm good at 19. Yeah. 13. What was it? 13. Nice. 14. I'm good. So right. it, it breathes necrotic crap all over you and you all happily shrug it off. Yeah. Like, well done. Oof. Oof. All right. Um, is it a but, save for half, or is it a save for nothing? Oh, hang on a second. We can creature... No, on a successful, takes half damage. You are correct. Okay. My apologies. I was going to completely miss that. Two, four, six. Oh, look, I have 86 out already. <laughs> how how handy. you chipper for this. <laughs> how handy. Perhaps <laughs> I should have shut my mouth. Six. Uh, six, 12. 12 plus 11 is... 23, 24 damage in total, so 12 damage halved mm-hmm. to everyone. 12 damage halved, so 6. I can live with that. I can live with that. So the, the 12 is the half, sorry. Oh, my bad. 
Um, I like six better. I'm going to be honest. Mm-hmm. Ouch, that wasn't friendly. Let me just check my triggers here. That should so, be a trigger for you. Yeah, because we all just took damage. I think when an ally takes damage, you get triggered. No, when an ally is healed, I get tam- I, nothing. When an enemy gets killed or an ally gets healed. So uh, as long as we are all still over half hit points, we're good. I, so how do I pick my first one? Is that kind of... Yeah, in essence, it's what kind of mood did you wake up in the day is how you start the day and then what your triggers are from there. Okay, I would say that he would have started in shield form because if we were trying to sneak past the Topaz Dragon, he would have started in shield form. He has not entered sword state. But we have missed out the Eladrin first. Mm -hmm. So she's going to start screaming about, do not hurt me, my dragon, despite (laughs) the fact that the dragon's attacking you. Yeah. And she will move closer. And who... Hmm. Aldal, you are closest, so she's going to... She's going to go for you. Uh, Range, weapon attack, plus seven to hit. Eh, Only a nine. She's Uh, very discombobulated today. Yep, nope. He covers up under his shield, and whatever attack she levied upon him bounces off. Perfect. <clears throat> cool. All right. Twitch. Okay, so oh, got to go back to the hands to move myself. Five, ten, fifteen. Now that he's been attacked, he's just silent. and He's got this set looking as a, across his face as he charges forward, surprisingly quickly, nimbly hopping back and forth, cut, circles around the dragon. Oh, too far. Circles around the dragon slightly to come in here. Keep himself so he's only got five feet between no one else is around him. And he is going to plunge his rapier, hopefully, into said dragon. Oh, but I can't click that because I'm not that character. I got to use the dice over here and just roll a regular die. (laughs) Oh, nat 20. So that is a nat 20 with the rapier. Are we doing max damage on the first die or roll two? I think we did max damage plus one die. Okay. Yeah, max damage plus roll. Then the regular damage for the attack, ooh, I rolled max damage, is 16 plus 4 for 20. And then the sneak attack damage, because as a daredevil, as long as I'm within 5 feet of them, no one is within 5 feet of me, similar to one of the swashbuckler abilities, but minus the first part, I can still use my sneak attack. So I get 5d6, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, Oh, this is going to get complicated because now I rolled crap, but because I am a daredevil, as long as I attack a new target each round, I can re-roll a number of my sneak attack dice up to my level, which would be Ooh. nine of them. So I've got one six and then three twos and a one. So I'm going to start with re-rolling four. Keep the six. That's the second six. I can't see that one because the thing's in the way. And then I'll roll three more for the other two, or for the other ones. Still crap. That gets me to seven. I've got two more that I can re-roll. So three sixes and two twos. 18 and four is 22. That's 42 damage in total. 42 in total. Nice. Um, I moved 25 feet so far. So after plunging his sword deeply into the dragon, he gives him a little grin. And hops 20 feet without provoking attacks of opportunity. 5, 10, 15, 20. And lands with a slide 
into like superhero pose with a sword out, ready to go again. Ha <laughs> ha! Wow. Okay. Ooh. Didn't see that coming, did you? Nope. No, I did not. That's pretty hot. Okay, so I am going to see. I am in. Uh, I am in shield form right now. So let's see. All right, I am going to. I'm going to cast dissonant whispers, which is the spell that I get for. I believe that I picked that up with Fey Touched. Basically, dissonant whispers. It is a. I whisper a discordant melody that only that one creature of your choice within range can hear, racking it with terrible pain. The target must make a wisdom saving throw, and so the our jewel rears his head back and out of his trunk comes this tremendous trumpeting call that seems to pierce right through the the mind of the Aladrin there. I am going to, in fact, I'll just cast it at first level for now because this could just be a misunderstanding. So they need to make a wisdom save versus a spell save DC of 15 or take 3d6 psychic damage. Completely, they're totally distracted and only focused on the fact that their dragon's being injured right now. Nice. Fabulous. So 3d6 uh, will be a total of 12 points of damage and on a failed save takes 3d6 psychic damage and must immediately use its reaction, if available, to move as far away from me as possible. Okay. Righty-ho. That's... They have... Yeah. Let's just check that. It won't move into obviously dangerous ground, fire pit, that kind of thing, but basically has to flee my trumpeting call. Uh, okay. That's a long ways away. Yep. Whew. All right. And then with that, what? How far away did they go? 40 feet. Perfect. So Arjul will then take his movement, and because of, again, because of heroic charge and his charger feet, can make it there, and gets a bonus action attack for doing so at disadvantage. Nice. That will be a 22 to hit. Yes. Okay. So basically runs up at tremendous speed, and with his warhammer held over his high, cracks the... Aladrin with it. The Aladrin takes 17 points of damage. No, sorry, 15 points of damage. I rolled an 8 on the D8, plus 2 for my strength modifier, plus an additional plus 5 for the charging attack. Nice. Don't hurt my friends. Just, you started it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's not true. Dragon started it. <laughs> dragon did start it, yes. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, as dragons are wont to do. <laughs> they are. It's He's working on his training. It's yes. tough going with this one. Yeah. Emeritus, uh, with a certain amount of focused fear in his eyes, waves his hands, spreads them out, and you start to see cold air erupt from his hands, and then he claps his hands together. And the ray of frost turns into a thunderous wave. I use the sorcery point to transmute my spell damage type from one to another. Thereby, I will add my bonuses for my subclass ability. And at 120 feet, directly at the dragon, 
I will send out that that ray of frost, nice. uh, which is two d eight. Or actually, I'll attack first. I'll roll that. Oh, and I'm probably going to miss at a ten. Yep, I'm afraid it glances off the scales. Yep. And then with that, I am going to run and hide. Two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to stay right here. Hopefully he doesn't see me. <laughs> I am going to have to roll for who he attacks. And uh, because I had the potion at the ready... Would I be able to drink that at this time? What's the it, drinking a potion is like a free action, isn't it? I believe it's an item interaction. If it is, then I'll go ahead and drink that at this yeah. time. Drinking a potion requires an action. Oh, Ooh. then I'll, I'll have action. to wait. Yep. And that will be my turn. Okay. Actually, before. I have just flipped to see who is going to get attacked, but as one that is not in the firing line, Ardle, is Twitch odds or evens? <laughs> oh, evens. Twitch is definitely odd. <laughs> no, I said evens. <laughs> okay, you said evens. Fair enough. In that case, Emeritus, I'm afraid the, the dragons are exactly where you were going. Excellent. And is going to come in and go for a bite and two claw attacks. First one is an 18 plus 6, so 24 to hit. Yeah, that, that's going to do the job. Okay. Where are my D10s? Oh, there they are. So that's... Yeah, that is... 12, 13, 14 piercing damage and one necrotic damage. Then exactly the same number to, to hit, but a different dice that was. And wow, all 18s. I've rolled three in a row. That's amazing. Okay. So for the two claw attacks, that is six plus three. So nine on the first one. And 13 on the second one. Uh, 9 and 13 is 22. 9 plus 13, 22. Ardle! <laughs> Sorcerer is about to die. Ardle's ears pick up. And they... <sighs> I'll deal with you later. <laughs> it's still the Eladrin's turn, though. Oh, yes. I actually completely and utterly forgot about the Eladrin. What have we got here? So, they... Oh. Did... No, your charge attack wasn't within 60 feet. That's fine. I'm just going to... The Eladrin even is just going to attack you with their longsword. Okay. Um, oh, why am I rolling a d8? Oh, that is a natural 20. Mm. Okay, so base damage plus your damage roll. Okay, base damage is... So, so like, what one full die. So if it's a D8, like, you start at okay. 8 and then roll again. Yeah. So that's 2. 
and then a five with plus hang on a minute mm-hmm. oh with one hand or two hands so plus one so five six seven eight in total all right and that is her time okay so he sorry go ahead twitch i'm excited oh. seeing the the scene unfold and hearing emeritus's pathetic cry for help oh. twitch yells switch five ten <laughs> 15, 20 25 30 35 oh i don't like moving my full movement but i do at the same time 40 so since i moved my full movement which eliminates some of my heron gone abilities one of my daredevil abilities because i like to move around a lot is if i move my full movement i gain temporary hit points this is from my level nine ability my speed increases by 10 feet which is why i have 40 feet of movement the the ability is impatient and if i move my full movement on my turn i gain temporary hit points equal to my level so that'll give me nine temporary hit points and then i'll stab that that there aladrin with my pokey stick did you start the turn within 60 feet of the Eladrin? Within? Yes. Mm-hmm. Please yeah. make a wisdom save. Oh, I don't like those. Oops. Oh. <laughs> oh. Let's see. Wisdom save. We'll need a d20. Let's start there. Big money, no whammies. Roll the 17 plus nothing. So 17. Okay, you are successfully immune to their enchanting presence and cannot be charmed for 24 hours. Yes! Oof. It's because of my lucky rabbit's feet. All four yeah. of them. So now let's uh, <laughs> try to poke him, with a, poke him with a stick. There are two people, so I do have advantage. So I can use my sneak attack. Again, new target. Biggest number there is an 8 plus 9 is 17. Armor class is 19, I'm afraid. Dang. Mm. Well, he zipped on up there and didn't quite make it. All right. Okay. So Arjul, when he sees Twitch run up, basically, and again, at the very end of his movement, just barely reaching the Eladrin and, and having difficulty with him, puts a large elephantine, don't really have hooves, I guess they have feet, on his head. And are would you be a willing creature to let me imbue you with heroism? Of course I would. Before you cast, please make a wisdom save. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 20, 25, so. Nice. You're fine. A paladin. I was going to say, otherwise that's... you start to crush. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that'd be bad. So I will take I will take my action and touch Twitch on the head. Twitch for the, let's see, willing creature imbued with bravery. Until the spell ends, the creature is immune to being frightened and gains temporary hit points equal to my spellcasting ability at the start of each of your turns. So you get three temporary hit points for the next minute, each round. Every turn. Every nice. turn. Wait here, I'll be back. And turns teal. So he's going to get, uh, the Aladdin's going to get an attack of opportunity as he uh, begins his charge once again. Yeah, that is a 17 plus five, so 23 to hit. That will hit. Okay. It's nine damage. Nine slashing. damage. Oh. I didn't give you enough damage last time, but that's fine. That's my bad. I'm supposed to also give you 4d8 psychic damage on the same thing. 
Sorry, it's my yeah, mistake. No That's 10, 12 psychic damage. Okay, cool. Ouch. You know what? You say ouch, but that's okay because yeah, you've got seventy-five thousand hit points. Uh, <laughs> right. Well, and so that that puts me at thirty-seven hit points, which is just under half. Which means that our jewel switches to sh- to sword state. Nice. Um, which is going to be bad for the dragon. Uh, once again. Arjul turns heel. Now he's mad, right? He he was going to just defend his uh, his compatriot, but with his move of thirty uh, and his dash of thirty, he will get his bonus attack again to attack the dragon at advantage with a plus five to damage. Wow, you can go that far, right? Because so the charger feet allows me to dash and then take a yeah. bonus action attack. So nice. That is a good feat. Yeah, it's a great feat, especially for a Loxodon. <laughs> and actually, the scary thing is I could move more than that. If I hadn't used my action, if I could use my channel divinity, he could mm-hmm. do that at 120 feet. Because 30 nice. and 30, 30, 30 for the da- 90 feet, actually, because he gets double movement because of heroic charge. And mm-hmm. then he gets his dash on top of that and he get, then gets the bonus attack. At, anyway, all that to go ahead and say. So he comes stomping down, building up speed, runs into the dragon, hits him at a 25. Yep. So then D8 plus two plus five. Bad roll on the D8. That's okay. D8 plus five. So it's 10 points total of damage to the dragon. Then that thing is that. Yeah, that's going to be the... Because he's used his bonus action. I don't have any reactions, really. That will be my turn. Okay. Yeah, my only reaction is an opportunity attack, and I don't get any of those yet. All right. Scared out of my mind. I'm going to shift to this position. And I'm going to go Thunder Wave, and I'm going to go Thunder Wave half damage. It's a con save for the dragon. DC is 15. Saving through con 18. Okay. You're not pushed away, which is what I was really hoping for, but you will take half damage because it's maxed. I will do 68. So six times eight is. I thought you were saying 68. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm never mind. <laughs> Six times eight for your damage at max, and you don't get pushed. And I'm really bad at math. Why can't I do math in my head right now? Caffeine, where are you? Forty-eight. Oh, my only hope. <laughs> And I look at Arduel and I say, good night, sweet prince. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was measuring. I didn't catch the total amount of uh, the damage in, in the end. 48 total damage, so it'd be half damage for that, ha- half of that. Okay, 48. Um, I've got you, Imagus. Okay, cool, 16. Damage, no problem. So it is the young Topaz Dragon's turn. Hmm. You are the one that hit it last. But <laughs> the Luxodon did the most. So I'm going to say Ardle is odd. 
Yeah. And it's not. Okay. That's totally deserved. Yeah. Please. <laughs> That's why I'm here. <laughs> how, how bloodied are you, Emeritus? It can't not kill me if it hits me. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> you are lucky on that roll then. So a <laughs> 21 to hit. Uh, that will hit. Okay, so 2d10. That's a six and a seven, so 13 plus three, 16 damage plus, and that is piercing, and three necrotic to you, Ardle. So 24 total. Yes. And then it's going to go in for two claw attacks. Oh boy. Uh, nine plus six, 15. Nope. That will miss. Okay. Uh, 17. That will also miss. So I'm able to fend off yeah. the claw attacks. Okay. So that will be the end of its turn. And then <laughs> the Automaladron is going to be very upset that so much damage is being done. It is going to cast Heal on the dragon, giving it back 70 hit points. <laughs> I don't know if the spell sleep is a can't bonus action. I don't think it's a bonus action. No, I'm almost certainly that it's not. I'm 80% certain it's not, so that's fine. But in that case, they will leave it at just healing the dragon. Okay. Well, that's annoying. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> right, Twitch. Sorry. So... Taking this in, Twitch looks at the Eladrin, kind of up, and he looks at the dragon, he looks at the Eladrin, and he goes, <laughs> gives him a wink, and hops 20 feet without provoking the type of opportunity. 5, 10, 15, 20. Uh, don't forget your wisdom save, Twitch. Yep. You started within 60 feet of the Eladrin, yeah. thought I was immune because I passed last time. Oh, Actually, you're right. Yes. Though, that's a very good point. Two seconds. Oh, Imitus, you're just outside the range, you're safe. <laughs> Fortunately, I have advantage on that particular 20, check. 20, yeah. 30, reach him in 35, so I still have five feet of movement left. Except what are, that's what are you doing here? Square. <laughs> He's not exactly in a square, so I'm between squares. That'll be okay. Because if I set myself in the square, I'm like in the dragon, and that just makes me uncomfortable. He's like, hey again. And we will poke the dragon with the pointy end. Okay. That advantage, because he has got allies nearby. 15 and 9 is 24 to hit. Yep. Okay. So he hits, and he gets a sneak attack. We're going to roll piercing damage of a d8 first. We'll use piercer and re-roll that, too. Into a 6. 6 is much nicer. Uh, six plus five is 11, and then my sneak attack damage. And I'm going to use real dice for this because I have enough D6s near me. It'll be easier to keep track as I do the rerolls. Right. So five D6 with nine rerolls. Those two. Three rerolls. Okay. 
no need to go any further. Now I have four sixes and a five. I don't think I'll bother trying to change that five since it could go lower. For 29 sneak attack on top of the 11 for 40. Very nice. It's almost back to where it was before. <laughs> we said die, damn it! Poof. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is where I am hating and loving the the spell class, Cal, because I was just about to cast Mass Healing Word until I remembered that I have switched from shield to sword, and so I can't heal Emeritus unless I take my entire action to go ahead and lay on hands. And he looks at you. And instead he takes his warhammer and says, killing this thing's the best way to save you, little buddy. He's going to go ahead and attack the dragon. Well, you did say you had him. You didn't say you'd heal him. Yeah, because I don't think... You know what? Actually, he's rather than straight up attacking, he is going to... Again, he... Bell he wheels his head back and bellows this long, sonorous, almost like bell tone out of his trunk and casts Toll the Dead instead. And so the dragon needs to give me a DC 15 wisdom save. No, <laughs> it's a four on the dice. I'm not even adding, adding things. So the the dragon will take uh 2d12 damage. That's a total of 19. And let's see, man, I wish. Oh. Nope, that's a, I've used my action now. Uh, is there anything I can do to... Nope, because I've lost access to that spell. Yeah, I think that is... Unless Inflict Wounds is a bonus, which I do not think that it is. Not off the top of my head, no. I don't know. Full action cast. Hmm. Full action to cast, yep. I think the only bonus action spell that I've got is Mass Healing Word, and <laughs> that I don't have right now because I'm in sword form. Yeah. Cool... Okay. Nope. That'll be my turn. All right. Get out of here. And um, forcing myself to think happier thoughts, I'm going to throw down with the level four lightning bolt. That's a deck save of 15. God. Deck save of 15. Okay. That's 13 on the dice. Oh, it's only a plus one. Wait, no, the saving throw is a plus four, so it's 17 they get. All right, and I did change my position so that I don't hit friendlies. So he'll do. He'll save for half. Thanks. Total damage is 33. Oof. So 16. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for changing positions. Twitch did not wake up this mo this morning hoping to be Haas and Pfeffer around noon. <laughs> I was hoping you would as well so that I could potentially use my breath attack. Your positioning is why I didn't do fireball right there. <laughs> <laughs> and plus, it's lightning, so wouldn't it be Blitz and Pfeffer? Or Chard and Pfeffer. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Chard and Pfeffer. With that, I am going to... I'm not looking for an attack of opportunity, so I'm just going to hold my ground as close to the paladin so when I fall down, the paladin can bring me back right away. Ish. You'll die at his feet for his uh, <laughs> convenience. <laughs> okay. Actually, you know what? I stand corrected. I forgot. that's I cast that at level four. That would not be a 33 damage. That's max damage, so it's nine by six. Is, 54, uh, so 27 total. 
for half. Yeah. Okay, so that was 33, giving back five. Cool. Wait, no, because you would have taken 16 for half damage. Oh, sorry, I was thinking 33. Yeah, yeah. So add an 11, that's cool. Yeah, there you go. No worries, no worries. Uh, You guys are like doing math and stuff, but I'm mostly just trying to stab stack. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right, it's it's their turn. Damn it. I'm going to go down the screen, one, two, three, and on a four I re-roll. I'm I'm really sorry, it's a two. That's all right. Which is... (laughs) yourself i'm so sorry it's gonna be a bite and claw attacks you're lucky the first one is a natural one so the bite the way that we do that is for the rest of the round your rolls are at disadvantage just to keep the rules simple so that's what we decided for our class warfare simplification of ones you are so lucky is it a disadvantage because my next had a natural 20 and a three <laughs> so that was the first roll, and the second claw attack is a nineteen and a nine plus six, so fifteen to hit. That will hit me. Oh. Okay. Oh, we almost made almost it. made it. I was so oh, close. That, that's really cool, and it's the exact same number anyway. That's five damage. Would you believe at five damage, I'm still standing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you said you couldn't get hit and not go down. I thought you had one hit point. Yeah. No, no, I, I didn't think a dragon could hit for what I have. So <laughs> I, I thought they, I thought their damage was going to take me out. <laughs> Way to right. stay strong. Yeah. Well, we still oh, get pissed off a ladrin. Yeah. Let me make sure. That's yeah, roll. that's correct. It's just that. If it was the bite, then there was additional damage. But no, yeah, on yeah. that one, you're fine. Yeah. Oof. I wouldn't say fine, but I'm still breathing. <laughs> Under You're my alive. Own Seems fine to me, considering the alternative. Okay, so that is their turn. Ooh. Let me just, just because my next move may be very important, I, I am going to just reposition so everybody's in their actual squares because it's going to make yeah. a difference for what I do because... A lot of my, the ne- my next spell has some very directional I- I- issues with it. Okay. So. Okay. Cool. The right. Autumn Alandrin is going to... Run away, oh shucks. Move a lot closer, but not the entire way. The temptation to heal is strong, but I will not because things. And, oh, jeez, I rolled a two again. I am so sorry. She's going to shoot you with her longbow. Well, I do have a plus five cover because the locks are on big and I'm in the trees. So, yep. It's a natural 20. That's and not going to That matter. won't make a damn bit of difference. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> mm. It's an emeritus kebab. Five, six, seven, eight. Eight. Okay, the first lot of damage is eight. And then the second lot of damage, uh, that is piercing damage. And the second lot is not uh, 10, 14 psychic damage. Yeah, so I had two hit points when you hit me. So oh. sorry. <laughs> oh, so that's going to trigger me into shield state. <laughs> she falls unconscious. Bonus, kind of. And I don't think. I'm just going to check that spell. That's some action. The temptation for a race dead. Oh, you guys, Ardle, you were in 60 feet previously, as was yes. Twitch. 
Yeah, but uh, we both succeeded on the the save the first. Oh, time. sorry. Yes. Yep. But Emeritus wasn't. Pri- but you're unconscious now. But I suppose it would have made a difference if you wake up. But yeah. Sorry. Yep. That's it. Yep. No Do- turn done. <laughs> All right, Twitch. Uh, All right. So Twitch goes. <gasps> you killed Emeritus. You bastard. <laughs> he takes the disengage action as a bonus action. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, and viciously attacks with murder in his little beady rabbit eyes. Because he's just a bunny. A wee little bunny. Don't forget to regain your uh, your temporary hit points, also. Thanks, sir. Twelve plus nine is uh, twenty-one. That'll hit. Piercing damage. Roll the one. We'll use piercer to try that again. Turn that one into a three improvement. Three and five is eight on the piercing. And then my sneak attack damage. Start out just throwing out a full one, two, three, four, five reroll on that one and see what happens. Now I've got four rerolls left. Roll three of them. I got one reroll left. So now I've got three sixes for 18, and a four is 22, and five is 27 on top of the previous eight for 35. Okay. Previously, she was allowing your attacks to hit, but because the dragon is looking really damaged, she's using her resistance to piercing, bludgeoning, and uh, slashing from non magical attacks. But it's a magic rapier plus rapier's one. Rapier's magical. Is plus one. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's oh. specifically why I chose a magical weapon for my, <laughs> uh, my uncommon item. Okay. I thought the plus ones were just standard. Rare and uncommon, but not magical. So that was 37. Damage done. Nice. Very nice. Yeah, they're looking a little worse for wear. Yeah. We, we might make it out of this. Might. She stops healing the damn dragon. All right, to keep her from healing, as I said, the damn dragon, Arjul is again going to wheel back with his Warhammer. He gets two attacks. They won't be at uh, they won't be at advantage because poor Imitus is dead. Oh, actually, I'm he's not going to be. I'm not dead. It didn't right, outright. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. He'll use his bonus action first to cast Mass Healing Word. That will heal both of us for D4 plus three hit points, which will bring you back from. Unconscious. I gained four hit points. And how much do I get? D4 plus one. And actually, uh, Twitch, you are also in range for this because uh, it's 60 <laughs> feet. So you would also gain D4 plus one. Uh, uh, D4 uh, plus since three. you're doing the healing, do you want to roll it? Sure. You gain seven in it. Is. Okay. I'll let- Six for you, Twitch. Okay. Okay. All right. So Thank now you. that he's no longer unconscious, now I get advantage on this attack because he's within melee range with me. So the first attack on the dragon, that's only a 15. Nope. That's fine. Oh, oh suck. Another 15. So I miss with both attacks. That's oh, poor. No. Yeah, that's bad. Okay. Cool. So I've used my bonus attack. Boy, do I want to no, I'm in shield form, so I wouldn't leave him at us. So I would stay right. I would stay right with him. Don't worry, I'll be back over there in a second. And yeah. now I need to roll my save versus being save. charmed. Yep. yep. 
That's an advantage. That's a wisdom save, correct? It's a wisdom save, yes. Yep. And don't forget too, you also get a because I'm a paladin and you are within uh you are within range of me, and so therefore you have aura of protection, you gain a bonus of three to you this roll. <laughs> and you won, didn't you? I did not won. Okay. <laughs> but even with advantage, rolling a two and a three doesn't help much. <laughs> Negative. Yeah, that, that that can be painful. Yeah, that's... You're charmed for the next minute. Might have to hit him and knock him back down. <laughs> <laughs> Waste of a third level spell slot. <laughs> oh, goodness. After our duel, it is I. What am I doing in my charmed state? You wouldn't attack the dragon or the Eladril. And if you do any attack within 60 feet, the attack magically misses. So, sorry, you can attack the dragon, but if you do, because you're within 60 feet, you will not hit. Okay. And that's with an attack? What about a spell? It only says an attack roll. Okay. I can deal with oh, that. Sounds like lightning bolt to me. <laughs> <laughs> Too scared to poke him with a dagger anyway. I, I wouldn't bother. Bounce off the scales. Yeah. Give me one second. Let me... Yeah, I will use another fourth level uh, slot for lightning bolt. Okay. At max, it's 996. There's a, a deck save of 15, by the way. Thank you. It's 11 on the dice. Dex is plus three. Oof, 14. Okay. So you take the full damage. So 96 max. 54. <sighs> Thank you. Math guy. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. As you cast it, the Topaz Dragon lets out a really pathetic... Because it's really hurt and falls to the ground unconscious. Oh. It gives a really sad mewing sound, calling for its Eladrin. Oh. Who's, of course, going to heal it on his turn? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the temptation. Can <laughs> <laughs> I kick it as an item interaction? <laughs> Evil. <Wow. laughs> Meritus Kane. As in the better cane. No, you're unconscious. <laughs> no, I, at this point, I will take my movement <laughs> and I will decrease my ability to be seen. One, <laughs> two, three, just to be out of the way. Actually, four, five. I'll go there to finish my turn. I think it's the Eladrin's turn next. Yes. She's going to be extremely upset by this. Yeah. Although and the just... Topaz Dragon does get a death save, right? Oh, they're just dead. It's a creature. It's no. just dead. Yeah. Creatures are, yeah. Creatures are um, typically just dead unless it's a BBEG. She's going to be really upset that you just killed her new ride and going to take her longsword and slash at Twitch. Hey. 17 plus 7, so math 24. Yep, yep. 
Okay. All day, twice on Sundays. So firstly, that is 1d8 plus. Once that's seven damage in... Wait, that's the wrong dice, sorry. That was a d10, my apology. That's four damage in its slashing damage. And then... Uh, 15, 20, 22 psychic damage. So that's a total of 26 damage. Mm -hmm. I will use my uncanny yes. dodge reaction to half that. Nice. 26 like turns to 13. Was it nice. 26? Yeah. Which eats up not even all of my temporary hit points. Excellent. That is her turn. Cool. Hey, Twitch. Let's end this. Twitch glances back at the dragon. Hey, I wanted to kill that. <laughs> and he's disappointed because he doesn't have anything else to go run and stab. Like, ah. But uh, he prances around a little bit just to confuse the Eladrin and then pokes him. So do you get like a benefit if you take some of your movement? Is that why you're doing that? No, just because he can't stand still. Okay, got it. Okay, it's pre it's pure flavor. Got it. I do get a benefit if I don't a use different one each time. All Sorry. of my movement, and I get a benefit if I attack a different person each turn. I actually get got a it. penalty if I can't attack a different person each turn. Because <laughs> you're bored. Uh, Eleven plus nine is twenty. Yeah, that'll oh that that'll just do it. Nice. Just. I love that feature, by the way. That's okay. brilliant. Uh, I I'm reading. The Daredevil, I was really pleased with the way it really did remind me right there into the book's title of the ADHD concept. Such so damage. Piercing damage with mm -hmm. the magical rapier. Yes. Five plus five is ten. And then sneak attack damage is reduced to D4s because I couldn't yeah. hit a new guy. It's how so I make so many projects. I jump and jump so I don't get board between them and that's yeah. i'm constantly working on five or seven projects anytime so keeping one four re-rolling four dice it's what gave me the inspiration for this this rogue nice keeping four and th two threes re-rolling one die for a four so 16, 17, 19, 22, 20, 22. So 32 damage in total. Nice. She's looking really bad. And then as a bonus action, 5, 10, 15. Oh, no, let's go this way. 5, 10, 15, 20. He does his rabbit hop for no opportunity attacks, 20 feet. You can do that one more time for the day. Fabulous. All right. So Arjul of the dragon having fallen and Arjul uh, still... So he also, because he raised Imitus, uh, he gained advantage on the last round, which shifts him from shield form back to sword form. And she now like stares down the Eladrin and again bellows loudly from his trunk, casting dissonant whispers. But he is sick and tired of this little game that they're playing back and forth. So rather than casting it at first level, he's going to upcast it to third level. So I need a wisdom save, DC 15 from the Eladrin. Eight plus, it doesn't matter because it wouldn't make it anyway, so they fail. Excellent. They will take uh, 5d6 worth of psychic damage. That is 7 plus 
So total of 15. Okay. They are going to fall. Do you want to put any particular flavor on killing the last one? Oh, absolutely. So because, again, raising his trunk with his uh, discordant melody running over and basically they crumple to the ground just as the tall, proud Loxodon is standing over them. And he just very casually puts his warhammer back in his back in its holster and looks around and then says, let me heal you, come." And as you look around, you twitch over there as he falls, go, <gasps> and his little ears go, boop, and droop. Oof. Oof. And there Peeks around the corner. <laughs> that was harder than I would have hoped. <laughs> oh, well done, Cal. First of all, like, that, was, that was very well done because yes. uh, we, that was, I was... Man, that's the fun and the difficulty of this subclass is I was like, oh yeah, no, I can run up. I can attack the dragon and be fabulous. I can cast heal and Meredith will be fine. I can lay on hands. There's a bunch of things that I can do when I get up there. And then as soon as it happens and he switches to sword form, it's like all that's out the window. Okay. (laughs) 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 Best defense is off it. What I like about this particular subclass for the sorcerer is the way I can use it and the sorcerer class abilities to vary what I do and how I do it. So I can do basically against anything that has a particular vulnerability. Once that's identified, mm-hmm. I would be the master of slaying as long as somebody's blocking for me. Because yeah. the the dragon's first attack brought me down to seven hit points. It very easily could have killed me in the first round. Wow! Yeah. Wow. That was like it was almost. Uh, and you're not fighting today. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I started at yeah. seventy two hit the, points. And I was down happened. to seventeen. Yeah. I started but, uh, at 66, I went down to 48, got back up to 50 Yeah, with it, it, 15 it, temps. It was right. a scary thing. And then because it was in proximity to me, my limitations were, okay, what do I do? So, I, And then, of course, I had this great ability with the potion, the limitation being you lose an entire action to do it. So I did yeah. no damage to be able yeah. to do max damage, which is a great trade-off, provided you don't have an enemy in your grill. If I could have... Yeah. maintained which is why i initially backed off i'm yeah. like if i can if one die roll if you'd rolled and they attacked one of the other ones i'd have had no problem that fight yeah i had i also had spell sniper so i could hit him at 120 feet i could just mm-hmm. keep getting distance and keep firing at distance while he's got other threats that are closer but yeah. because it just happened to hone in on me right off the rip that made it much more challenging yeah, yeah. and then at 20 that was big damage yes. right off the rip too. That's yeah. part of the reason that it hurt you so yep. bad. Yep. Yeah. Um, but no, it was a great time. And We're I gotta say, I do yeah. truly love the Daredevil. I, I would play this this subclass. I was yeah. really enjoying it. I, I hope that came out. I had a lot of fun with Twitch. But the one thing that I would say is just as a my two cents, I loved having nine rerolls. But even for as the guy getting the the advantage of it, it seemed like a lot. I may have to potentially limit that some. Yeah. I was thinking maybe bonus. instead of level, go proficiency bonus, then I'd have four mm. rolls. Yeah. Yep. That's fair. Yes. Good Good shout. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, but I, love it. I'll make yeah. a note of that. So much fun. <laughs> yeah, so much fun. I mean, it, it's the same thing. That's when I was trying to decide when I knew what class I was going to play, when I was trying to decide like what race I wanted to play, and I found the Loxodon, and I was like, oh, I can totally see a Loxodon with heroic charge. That's going to be amazing. And then when I started building up the feats, and I was like, oh, charger plus heroic charge, that's a deadly combination. If you've got a lock, they basically 
what it allows me to do is basically again move 120 or 90 feet and around plus he's got because he's fate touched and he has misty step so he could misty step for 30 move for 90 and then as a bonus action get an attack at advantage you can't use the second bonus action though that's right no misty step step is a bonus action you're right yep 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 that's right okay so he can't misty step but he can still move for 90 and then as a bonus action attack at advantage with a plus five to damage and that's just like that's like a normal he can just do that that's with those two abilities and that's crazy (laughs) that's nuts which is it's great so very cool yeah, because uh, basically I, heroic charge uses his channel divinity. So that's basically his action for the round is to mm-hmm. cha- is to use heroic ch- use his divinity. But he gets it, so he loses an attack, but he gets the bonus on the second attack on the other attack. So yeah. anyway, sorry. I was gonna say once you have everything set up, like I'm definitely rolling with this. I I would absolutely allow any of these as player character yeah. options yeah. at my table and welcome them. Like I can see yeah. how well they would fit in with what I do every single day. And I say every single day, cause it feels like I am <laughs> I'm DMing every single day. But I would absolutely welcome these at, at yeah. my table. And I look forward to playing this character. Um, I love this character that I've got right now. Like I, I, and would welcome a yeah. chance yeah. to be able to use this at a table very soon. Yeah. Uh, well, we right. might, it sounds, do a second encounter maybe if I scheduling know. permits. We're going to have to work that fun. out. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. the scheduling allows. Oh, but for, for, because I know this is still early in the process, still being edited and tested. Mm-hmm. Do you have any kind of an idea on uh, release date or time frame for, for the material? Yeah. We, the, the Kickstarter, I was meant to get the link yesterday actually but that they're, they're being a little bit on the slow side and that's fine but it sh- i should have the link by monday i think maybe right. tuesday at the latest so we're, we're pushing back the start date which was going to be the 15th of march but we're going to push it back to the 22nd so that we have enough time to actually promote the link out and share it yep. with everyone and things like that so yeah it will be the the 22nd of march it will go for a month and by that point other than stretch goals Everything should be formatted, finished, edited, and all, all the gumph done. Great. So it'll be just the stretch goals then, of which we've got some amazing ones. And yeah, so it'll be on Drive Through RPG cool. not long after that, depending on how long they take, because I have to order a copy and various things. But right. yeah. and, and the central material is an adventure module, and then the classes and other things are just add-ons because Kel's yeah. mind does not stop it just keeps creating yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. so there's the sent entire adventure is including 20 side quests that you have to convince the people of the town that you are there to help them and not just take advantage of them and thereby so you go through working every single side quest is a singular ADHD trait mm. so someone can't stop masking someone else can't stop speed running and you have to try and get one to try and demask or not mask in the first place and someone else to slow down. There's 20 of them, as I say. Wow. And once you've done three, they will tell you how you get to find the person who stole your attention. And then you have to do another five in order to get all the different ritual pieces to get to where they are. Hmm. That sounds, yeah, oh, that sounds so great. I can't wait. Can't wait to check this out Thanks. on Kickstarter. Kel, thank you so much. We love having you come on. Thank Please, you. Do, do not be a stranger. You, our door is always welcome for you. We'd love to have you Thanks. on more. Um, yeah, can't wait. Uh, so Adventures <laughs> in ADHD live on Kickstarter on March 22nd. Kel, thanks so much for popping by. We really appreciate it. This, this was Thanks a ton of fun. Can't wait to do that. Absolutely. Thanks, Kel. <laughs> Brilliant. All right. And thank I you. love the map. The map yeah. was Thank you. Yeah, Absolutely. Yep. Mm, beautiful. 
All right. So please subscribe to the video down below and make sure you add comments about which uh, class you want us to be doing next on our class warfare episodes. We want to hear from you. We want to hear how you're enjoying the shows and uh, what you want to see next, because we're having a ton of fun doing these. Expect a ton of more of them coming out here. So anyway, we will talk to you again later, everybody. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us. This has been Tabletop Journeys. We would love to hear your feedback on our show today. Join us at www.ttjourneys.com, where you can subscribe to the blog to leave comments and see all the content that we publish beyond the podcast. You can also stay in touch by subscribing to our Twitter, at TT Journeys, by joining our Facebook group, Tabletop Journeys, or by sending an email directly to podcast at ttjourneys.com. And remember, if you want early access to all of our episodes, a chance to drop dice with your favorite hosts, and maybe even appear in one of our actual plays, you can join our Patreon to help support the show at patreon.com forward slash ttjourneys. You're listening to us on Stitcher, iTunes, Podchaser, Spotify, or Audible. We would appreciate it if you would like and subscribe to the podcast on that platform. Full episodes come out every week on Saturdays, and every Tuesday features our actual play episodes. Thank you for listening and for being a part of our growing community. And in the words of another traveler along our path, we bid you shade and sweet water.